yeah, basically, we are all fitted for the job. Uh, we just have to believe in ourselves and, and everything will come through uh, eventually. Welcome to From the Dorm Room to the Boardroom, a podcast where we provide insights, tips, and inspiration for college students and young professionals so they can make a really successful transition from college life to the professional world and beyond. My name is Andy Malinsky, and I'm your host. I'm also a professor of organizational behavior and international management at Brandeis University's International Business School, where we record and produce this podcast. So today's guest is Alex Asal, who is the CEO and co-founder of a company called Woomies, which is a apartment or flat sharing uh, community in France and the UK uh, with the goal of giving people better access to housing and have better living situations. Alex uh, graduated fairly recently from college in Paris uh, from the ESSEC Business School uh, and very soon after founded Wumi's. Uh, It's been quite a journey, uh, and uh, he's here today to tell us about his experience. So, Alex, thanks so much for joining us. Yeah, thank you so much for having me. So let's let's um, let's start by hearing a bit about Woomies. Uh, If I'm if uh, if I don't know anything about it, which is kind of (laughs) true, how would you describe what Woomies is? Woomies is a matching company dedicated to shared housing, and the goal of Woomies is to help students, young professionals mainly, um, to access in an easier way and have better experience in flat shares. Ah, okay. So if I'm so if I'm uh, looking for uh, so if I'm moving to Paris or I'm living in Paris and I don't want to rent an apartment or a flat by myself, I would go on your site and try to find opportunities to share a flat. Is that the idea? Exactly. Basically, the only thing that you have to do is download the app. Um, and start the journey uh, talking with a chatbot. And then, uh, you know, the media in France like to speak about us, about uh, Tinder for co-living. So the, the basic idea is that instead of just offering the possibility to find apartments on a real estate par- uh, platform, we offer the possibility to find people from all around the world. We have 79 nationalities represented on the app and meet with the persons that you can get along with. So we take your information, you can tell us that you can pick keywords from basically 100 top options um, and tell us if you are into sports, into music, uh, if you are vegan, uh, student, young professional, so pretty much anything uh, that you want to share, you can do it directly through the app and meet with the right people. Ah, Okay, interesting. So in in other words, typically, if I were looking for an apartment, I'd be thinking about the size of the apartment, the location, the cost, and so on and so forth. And here you're sort of spotlighting the person that you're actually living with. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And I, I used to live in, in New York and in Singapore. And it, was, it has been very difficult for me to be able to find the right roommates to, to share this experience with. So basically, based on those experiences from myself, but also my co-founder, Lauren, we saw a gap in the market. Uh, and we thought that Obviously, uh, we are displaying apartments on the platform, but that the human factor was going to make the success or not of the Fletcher. Interesting. So, so I want to hear. I want to hear a bit 
more about the company and so on. But let's actually start with you. So, so before we uh, started the interview, you were telling me that you went to college in Paris at um, ESSEC, which is a French business school. So, so tell us about that. Um, why did you go there? Uh, what was your what was your thought when you went there? What were you intending to do? What did you think you were going to do when you came out? And just tell tell us about your college experience, your your university experience. Basically, I always wanted to create my company at some point. That's um, one of what that's been one of my dreams for about pretty much as I can remember. And logically, I thought that going to a business school was the best way to go. Uh, because business school in France, and I'm not sure about business school in the in the US, but basically you learn about pretty much everything from marketing to finance to accounting, uh, strategy, and all the rest. Um, so I wanted to have a little bit of all those skills uh, to be able at some point in my career to be able to start my own company. So um, yeah. And is business school in France just to, for for people at least in the United States or elsewhere who aren't as familiar? Do you do you um, tell us a bit about the educational system? You go to co- you go to high school, and then there's a gap between high school and college, right? Do you have to prepare for something? And tell us just a little bit about that. So it it will depend on the school you're going to. Basically, you have the baccalaureate, uh, which is a little bit like the SATs uh, that you have to take uh, at the end of your degree, and then uh, you can apply directly to schools, or you have to go through. Another system that takes up to two years or even maybe three years to go in the what we call the best high schools, uh, best yeah universities. Uh, they are all private. It's a totally different system than yours. Our schools are way smaller than yours, uh, especially because when you are in a business school, um, you are in the business school and that's it. So the school doesn't offer courses of law, of yeah else, uh, whatever. Uh, it's really a business school. So it's way smaller, uh, but very interesting because they all understood that they had to attract talents from everywhere and to retain talents from France. So basically we have courses uh, in my school at least, half in English from the first year of studies and then going progressively to 100% in English uh, with teachers from everywhere. Um, I remember very well the teacher from from Philadelphia that came only for one week in France to give us a course on consumer behavior. So basically, we are more and more international. And the program is very interesting. It's a five-year program. So once again, very different from you. Um, the bachelor degree is obtained after three years. And then you have two years of master's degree. And when you don't do a master's degree in France, is that you didn't go through the whole process uh, that you should uh, take. So it's very, very different. Hmm, interesting. And so, so Matt, I guess you're at your fifth year or so, right? And then you're starting to think about what you want to, what you might want to do coming out. You've always sort of dreamed of starting a company, as you said before. And then how did, uh, how did, how did Woomies uh, emerge? <laughs> what, what, what inspired you to do that? And who, and tell us about your co-founder and how you even found a co-founder. Yeah. So basically during my studies, I took um, extra lessons, like eight hours more of what I was supposed to do to take entrepreneurship classes. And basically, when you're done with the bachelor, uh, you can start picking your, the courses that you want to pick, that you want to do. And between my two years of master's, because you can tell five years of studies in a row um, is a bit too much and you don't gain that much of experience. So uh, at the, f- the end of the fourth year, 
uh, I've decided to take a gap year. And this is where it comes to uh, my uh, experiences in, in New York and Singapore. I really wanted to get out of France, <laughs> honestly, and to be uh, uh, able to work in different culture environments, uh, meet people from abroad, from everywhere, actually. And this is why I decided to leave France. I worked in a company called Intent in digital advertising in New York for about seven months. And step by step, without me knowing, actually, um, the idea is starting to, to, to come uh, in my mind because it was very difficult for me to find a place to live in, in New York. In seven months, I had to move fourth time uh, from one apartment to another. So very complicated and not that was not a great experience uh, for me. Uh, and same right after I went to Singapore to have different experience and strategy um, working for Siemens. And I, I was lucky on finding the place to live, but I didn't meet uh, the flatmates before that. And same, uh, there was one roommate that I, yeah, I, that I didn't get along with. So basically, when I came back to France, I was not planning on staying in France. I wanted to go back uh, maybe to the US or to London. And by starting visiting apartments in London, I just came home and told myself, okay, that's a mess. I have to pass inter interviews with people to get an apartment. Uh, I have to go back and forth to Paris, London, Paris, London, to try to find the right, the, the right roommates and the right place to live. So in an area of, you know, digitalization of everything. I just thought that it was good. You know, people are used to match on, on those, all those dating uh, apps and maybe it was good for us as well um, to start moving and shift, shaping a little bit the things uh, in the real estate um, industry. I guess I, I have to, you know, I'm, I'm much, much older than you are and I have to imagine myself in that situation because I was in that situation. In my early 20s, I was also living abroad in different situations and it wasn't easy to find roommates and so on. And I just said, I just sort of complained about it. <laughs> you know, it sounds like you 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 did more than complain. You actually used that uh, challenge to, you know, and frustration to inspire action. Why do you think that is? Is that because you have an entrepreneurial spirit? Is that because of the age you live in? I'm curious. Um, I, I really thought about that because I was just starting my... Um, professional life. So um, it was not an easy call to make, but still, I thought that it was the best time for me. I was 25 years old, no wife or <laughs> children, um, and still living with my parents. So that was, I think, uh, in terms of risk that I was taking, it was quite measured. And you know, um, by living abroad, you meet with all the people that are experiencing the same things as you are. and when I got the idea, I talked about it with my co-founder, Lauren. So actually, um, we not met as part of the company, but we, we've been friends for more than 15 years now. So we met at a very young age. Um, and she was a banker, private banker. She was uh, had a company for three years, so not planning on moving anytime soon. And we just spoke about it. And she was living in the flat chair as well in Paris. And she said, okay, oh my God, that's the best idea. Um, and from that, we started to work like one night, two nights, three nights. And decided not to take a job uh, for me in London. And she decided to leave her job. But yeah, you know, it's just that it was the right time for me to do it. Um, a right move. Not that much risk. I do feel that when you're launching and creating your first company, you have to understand that um, you're going to make mistakes. 
so it was a good time also for me to take some risks. And, and yeah, um, basically I knew that a lot of people were struggling in finding uh, roommates as well. And we asked as much people as we could on Facebook. I called all my friends in the US to ask them if I like to give them a, a questionnaire, actually a survey and assess the, the business potential for us. And we, we went out from there. I have to ask you how you came up with the name, uh, Woomies. <laughs> it's, uh, so it's W-H-O-O-M-I-E-S. I know it's a take on Roomies, but I, I'm just curious, how did that emerge? Did you have a, did you have a, uh, what was your process? That was a funny thing in, in, in New York. We were shipping a, like shipping a little bit from the Roomies word. And we had some friends um, that called themselves Broomies. Uh, so we always played with that word. I think that that's a, that had an impact. But uh, actually, what we bring on the table and what we value the most at Roomies is the who, is the W-H-O. And we tackled the, the Roomies situation. So basically, we took um, a little bit of both to do the Roomies instead of Roomies and who. And how about people in France? I mean, that doesn't mean anything in French. <laughs> in, in France is your major area. I'm just curious. This is, it's an interesting question, I think, for a lot of companies because, you know, your name ends up being, you know, the, 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 the most important initial thing. How does that go across in France? It does not be difficult for us because we have an, a young image, uh, totally different from what has been seen in the past in France, uh, where all the marketplaces are quite old and not that really innovative in terms of services and features. So we always played a little bit with that on our colors, on our branding. Um, our chatbot is called Chandler in regards to Friends, uh, the TV show. So we always uh, try to, to play on that and... We, we, we wanted from the very beginning to become at some point an international company. So we've seen a lot of French startups that had to change their names after Series A or Series B. And once you do that, it costs a ton uh, and millions in you know, um, branding and everything to be able to tell all the people we shifted from one name to another. Uh, and you have to change the image of the company and this can change as well the, 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 the culture. So basically, we wanted to be very international from the very beginning. Yeah, that makes sense. So, so you, you, you must have a lot of friends who have uh, left ESSEC or other colleges and gone into the professional world. And you know, now you've got some experience. What advice would you give to uh, young professionals uh, starting their careers? And, and what sort of mistakes or misconceptions do you think some people have? Yeah, that's, that's a very interesting question because I think that actually we, we have a lot of misconceptions when, when going out from school. And the first one, and this is something that I experienced, that I experienced myself, um, as an entrepreneur getting out of school was that I was not, I, I, I did not have enough skills or that I was not experienced enough, uh, to be able to, to do all the things on my own or even to access to the job that I wanted to access to. Um, just because I was just going out of school. I think that the, the skills that you have, uh, even if they are soft skills, and if it's, even if you don't have the experience of a top manager or whatever, it's not what is the most valuable uh, at the very beginning. Uh, we've been knowing for years now about you know the googliness and everything. So it, it's, it's also a question of who you are. And as a, as a young professional, um, you have a different vision. You can 
bring something new, something fresh to a company. Even if you have uh, an entry job, um, it doesn't mean a thing. So this is the, the I think the, the first misconception that I that I had that was based on my skills, and I and I almost used to apologize for not knowing something, but I was creating my company and have to um, learn about any, everything. Yeah, basically, we are all fitted for the job. Uh, we just have to believe in ourselves and and everything will come through uh, eventually. It's an important point. We There's a term that you may have seen before called the imposter syndrome, uh, that you feel like an imposter, like, you know, who are you to be doing this, you know? And, and, you know, what kind of skills do I have? What do I know? How could I possibly do this? And I guess nowadays, um, with so many examples of younger founders and uh, very successful younger people, maybe that's less of a question. But, but I, it sounds like you still felt those things and you still kept going, though. What enabled you to keep going? What's, wh- why didn't you just say, oh, gosh, this is, you know, I, I need way more experience before I start anything like this, or who am I to be doing this? Because I imagine some people feel that. A lot of us feel that. Uh, we are incubated at Station F. I don't know if, if you've heard about Station F, but it's the biggest uh, incubator of startups worldwide based in Paris. We are 1,000 startups working here. And from what I can tell, we all feel that or felt that at some point. because. In the workspace or when you are creating your company, you will always see someone like a manager, an investor, another startup that will try to make you feel, you know, uh, like you don't belong here. And this will be uh, almost every time false. We are all fitted for the job. Uh, it's just how much uh, we are willing to, to work for it. And, and I think that in my situation, and I would talk by what I know, having a co-founder uh, in a startup is key uh, because you have sometimes where you're a bit down and they cheer you up and the opposite happens as well. So it's, um, it's a roller coaster to start your own company. So you have to be ready for it. And, and having someone by your side that you can trust is, is more than valuable. How about, and, and I, I, I've heard that from other people too, that's, that's, that's interesting um, and it makes a lot of sense to me. How about in terms of support, how about the role of mentors? How have mentors been useful or valuable for you? And if so, how have you found mentors and so on? Like, what, what advice would you give to someone who is looking for a mentor, either to start a company or just simply just to sort of navigate their career? That's really, really important. And I, I started to understand that very late. Uh, it took me some time to understand that I needed help. You know, it's, it's not an easy thing, uh, but mentors are one of the good key and very uh, important uh, people that will be around you. Um, if it's in a job, but even at school, like you can definitely, and I, and, I'm, and I assume that it's the case in the US, you can always go to a teacher. Uh, you can always go to your uh, plus one, plus two. If you have the right motivation and you prepared enough for it. Our, our mentors today um, are our investors. At the very beginning, it was not the case. Um, but step by step, we started meeting with people. And, you know, you just have to, not to ask, can you be my mentor? But showing that, you, that everything that they do towards you or that they will tell you would be considered. And, and some, of, some people uh, have 
helped me a lot in the, in this journey. Last question that I have for you, and this is, I think what you've said is really, you've given some really um, excellent advice for people sort of starting out, certainly in terms of starting a company, but also just even starting their careers. My last question for you is, is if you could, um, I mean, if you could imagine going a little bit back in time to when, when you were actually starting college uh, at ESSEC and, 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 and I, I know it's a business school um, and knowing what you know now, would you have approached your experience in college any differently? And I guess another way of putting that is what advice would you give to people just starting out in college? Uh, maybe something that you wish you had done, maybe something you've noticed other people have done. How can people t- take best advantage of the college experience? Um, I think that would change a lot of things, honestly. <laughs> I've always been like not the best in class, not the worst. Uh, but you know, I, I I feel that I didn't take everything that the that that a school or um, my school uh, that a university could offer me. Learning from others, and this is one of the changes that you have with your with, with U.S. universities, is that you can meet people having totally different backgrounds, um, looking to do diff- totally different things in their from their lives. Um, and what I didn't do enough is learn from others. Um, School is, is the first step of your learning process and gives you way more possibilities to learn than just going to classes. Uh, you have to learn from people. You can learn from your teachers. You can learn from pretty much anybody that you will cross at some point uh, during your studies. And I feel that I did not understand that at that time. I, I went to class, to, to school, just to take my classes and go back home. Um, I, had, I had a social life, a very good social life at school. But, you know, it, it was not, I was not building on that. Uh, I was not trying to learn from, from others in a proactive way that could give me some different skills um, that I could leverage in the future. So one thing that I, that, I, that I can give as an advice is that you have to take care of this process because the, 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 the studies that you're going to have are going to be the years where you will have the more time to think about yourself. Don't forget to think about yourself once you enter the professional life, but it will be different. Uh, where you can make the the most mistakes that you can professionally, and and you know, and that you can you can take risks. So um, um, or take changes. Let's not be too French. You can take change changes. Yeah, I didn't learn enough from the whole thing that I had to take. And, and this is something that I, that I understand now because I think the learning process is not stopping at the end of the degree. Uh, you're still learning on a daily basis every time with your coworkers, with your investors, with the, um, your, your managers. So you will always keep on learning. And the jobs are totally different today than 20 years ago, and they will be totally different 20, 20 years from now. So that's the learning curve that I did not understand at that time. Hmm. Interesting. So learning how to learn in some ways is important in college. Well, very, very interesting story. Um, if, if, and thank you so much for being on today. If, if people are interested in learning more about you or your company, where can they go? Yeah, they can go, um, on our website, www.wumies.com. They can download the app. Uh, if you are planning on coming to France or to the UK and I hopeful, I, I'm hopeful that maybe soon. Uh, we will be open in, in new cities and countries. Uh, you can download the app directly from your Android 
Windows Mobile or iOS uh, Apple phone. And there's one thing that is interesting, and we are going to to target the the US market in a couple months, uh, not with the app, but with a second product that we um, rolled out in June this year. Uh, And basically, we are going to ask to your schools if they want us to take care of the uh, room allocation for them, because we know that in the US universities, the room allocation system is almost every time quite random. And we want to take all the the knowledge that we have on that uh, to be able to pair roommates in universities and on campuses based to their expectations and on who they are. So that would be a, a main goal. And hopefully I, I will be able to, to come to you physically, uh, Andrew, soon uh, to, to meet you in person uh, and maybe to, to work with universities there. Ah, very interesting. That's an interesting extension. So great. Uh, we'll, we'll look out for it. And uh, in the meantime, thanks so much for being on today. Thank you so much for having me. That was a pleasure. Thank you for listening to From the Dorm Room to the Boardroom. If you're interested in learning more about the work that I do and helping people step outside their comfort zones and transition successfully into the professional world, please visit my website, www.andymolinsky.com. That's A-N-D-Y-M-O-L-I-N-S-K-Y.com. And also feel free to email me directly at Andy at andymolinsky.com with any feedback or ideas for guests for future podcasts. This podcast is brought to you by Brandeis University's International Business School. By teaching rigorous business, finance, and economics, connecting students to best practices, and immersing them in international experiences, Brandeis International Business School prepares exceptional individuals from around the globe to become principled professionals in companies and public institutions worldwide. Thank you so much for listening. Thank you.